Hey everybody, DJ here with an announcement for what we'll be doing for the next few weeks. As the title of the episode suggests, Aaron, myself, and our significant others will be participating in a Disney and Pixar tournament. The episode will give some details on how we set it up, but if you are interested in participating yourself, there's a link to a copy of the full bracket in the description of the episode. It can also be found in the description of our SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash mainlymovies. Feel free to play along and send us the results of your own bracket at mainlymoviespod at gmail.com. Uh, we kind of knew that people would have some very strong opinions and wanted to provide an outlet for those to be known. Uh, I believe that's all the housekeeping, so on with the show. Hello and welcome back to Mainly Movies, the podcast where we mainly talk about movies. I am joined as always by my co-host DJ. What's up DJ? Hey man, well, uh, we took a bit of a hiatus. We barely crossed 100 episodes and then we disappeared for about a month because... I think we've said hiatus in like the past three episodes, DJ. Yeah, we've been having some long break periods, but you know what? We're back and we're here to talk about all the movies, so it's okay. Yeah, and we are joined by a couple guests this time, too. We're not alone in our quarantine. No, we are joined by quite possibly the best guest we could have. We're joined by our significant other, so I'll let you introduce yours first, your fiancé. Yes, a new addition to the podcast for the first <laughs> time ever, making her podcast debut. It's my fiancé, Abby. Abby, say something. Hello, here I am. <laughs> well it's nice to meet you abby we haven't actually met in person but i am delighted that we're going to be talking about uh some very fun movies here today and as always uh she's been here for a few of our previous disney episodes it's our resident disney expert my wife grace is here how's it going grace hey how is everyone good 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 doing, good. doing pretty good watching good. watching movies <laughs> staying inside yeah Washing our Doing hands. our part. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think we've said anything about what this episode is going to be. I think we left the last episode assuming we would be seeing more movies at some point. Yeah. We didn't know what the world was going to be like. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. So, instead of being sad, we're going to do something that we, I think, do best, which is ranking movies against each other. Yeah, and I'm a little nervous about today because we've done some, you know, we've done quarterly reviews and yearly reviews for like the past two years, and we've done our little Marvel thing, but this might be the most contentious matchup of movies that we've ever done, because we're talking about Disney movies. Yes, and we've talked about Disney movies before, but now we're talking about all Disney movies, and we're picking a winner. So... There was no March Madness this year, which made me quite sad. I know it made Abby sad, because she likes college basketball. Um, Rock chalk. Oh. Okay. Um, but we made a giant bracket of Disney movies. There's 64 movies on the bracket. There's actually, like, what, 80-some Disney movies total? So this is Disney and Pixar combined. 
Yeah, there are 80 total, and we slimmed it down to 64 because we needed to make it somewhat more manageable. And this is purely just going to be the theatrically released Disney and Pixar movies, so we're not going to be talking about, like, you know, The Lion King 2 or anything like that. This is just the movies that came out in theaters because we literally would have had to, like, triple or double the list if we would have included all the, like, straight-to-video sequels. Yeah, and we're not doing the live-action remakes. We're not doing no. any live-action anything. This is all the animated movies and Pixar movies. DJ, I assume you're going to, like, link to the bracket or something? Yeah, I'll put up some images uh, somewhere so people can see the bracket. But we've paired it off into categories. We've got four different quadrants, if you will. We've got the classics, which spans from the original Snow White and the Seven Dwarves that came out in 1937 to the Rescuers that came out in 1977. Uh, we've got a 90s-ish category that spans from The Fox and the Hound, released in 1981, all the way up to Atlantis, The Lost Empire in 2001. Then we've got the 2000s, which kicks off with Pixar's Monsters, Inc., and ends with uh, Tangled, which released in 2010. And then the last category, which is the 2010s, uh, Winnie the Pooh, which came out in 2011, uh, and then ending with Onward, which came out just a couple months ago here in 2020. So talking about all the Disney and Pixar movies, but today our focus is going to be on probably the most uh, competitive uh, part of the bracket. We're talking about the movies that are centered around the 90s, so uh, fellow millennials get ready to uh, be upset by some opinions. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be wrong. <laughs> I know that I know that for a fact. I don't know what's going to come out of this section of the bracket, but we're definitely going to be wrong. So we ranked the movies, like seeded them like they are in March Madness 1 through 16 in each quadrant. We used Rotten Tomatoes scores to rank them, which I feel like we're going to be upset by some of the rankings. It's oh, really yes. not about the seeding and how we divided the bracket in the end. Although I know we're going to argue about that anyway, but it's really yeah. about putting the movies against each other and arguing about them. Yeah. Okay, well, are y'all ready to get... Well, before we get started, I just... So I've done a little asking. I've asked some friends and family what they think about like a Disney bracket and everyone had... I've gotten positive feedback from it, but I think this needs to be a warning just for all of us from the onset. Any movie we talk about today is someone's favorite movie. Not just their favorite <laughs> Disney movie, their favorite movie, period. Because there's movies on this list that I didn't think twice about. Like um, uh, when we were trying to like uh, narrow down the list from 80 to 64, I had never even heard of The Rescuers. To which Grace said, <gasps> how could you <laughs> like not know about The Rescuers? And I think, I think there are just going to be some gems in here that, I don't know, I think we need to speak about these movies with a little bit of reverence because... I don't want to get a lot of mean comments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyone anyone listening to this is going to be upset at some point about something we say. So, huh. no way okay, around it. Well, we got Let's the dis go yeah, it. we got the disclaimer out of the way. Okay, so everyone ready for our first matchup? Wait, what do we do if there's like a tie? That's a good point. Since there's four <laughs> of us, <laughs> DJ, I don't know if we completely decided on this. I don't think we decided at all, but Should you know, we have invited a fifth guest? <laughs> perhaps. You know, I feel like we'll just cross that bridge when we get to it. Maybe okay. we can like argue it out or something. I don't know. We'll Maybe. we'll figure that out. I, I we'll, think we'll flip a coin or something. 
We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Maybe we'll take okay. like a recess and say, no, you need to go back and rewatch these movies. Because some of these <laughs> are pretty old. And Grace and I did go back and try and rewatch some of them. But, you know, there's only so much time in the day, despite, you know, self-isolation and all that. Maybe we'll just agree on everything. <sighs> Maybe. Not likely. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I'll be optimistic. Okay. That's well, that, that's, good. that's good. That's good. A positive voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, um, do you want to list all 16 movies in this quadrant before uh, we start uh, arguing? Or should we just go right for 1 versus 16? Uh, let's list all of them just so people who tune out by, you know, the first matchup, maybe for whatever reason they really love the 16th seed or whatever, um, they can at least know the matchup. So first matchup is uh, the number one seed Toy Story versus the number 16 seed Atlantis the Lost Empire. Uh, the next matchup, number eight seed, The Emperor's New Groove versus the number nine seed, A Bug's Life. Uh, then what I think is a misplaced, but whatever, you know, the number five seed, The Lion King versus the number 12 seed, The Great Mouse Detective, uh, followed by the number four seed, Beauty and the Beast versus the number 13 seed, The Fox and the Hound. Uh, and then the number six seed, The Little Mermaid, versus the 11th seed, Hercules, which I already know is contentious. Uh, then the number three seed, Toy Story 2, versus the number 14 seed, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, followed by the number seven seed, Mulan, versus the 10 seed, Tarzan. That's going to be interesting. And then finally for this bracket, the number two seed, Aladdin, versus the number 15 seed, Pocahontas. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's get to it, DJ. Okay. Uh, yeah, the first matchup is number one seed Toy Story, which came out in 1995. This was Pixar's first movie versus the number 16 seed Atlantis, The Lost Empire, which came out in 2001. Um, Aaron, I feel like you have some fondness towards Atlantis, The Lost Empire, because I feel like this gets lumped in with Treasure Planet pretty often. Okay. Is that, okay. is that correct? I mean, you're right. Okay. Right this is this is of the same era as Treasure Planet, and I think the line was drawn to where Treasure Planet is now in the two thousands category. Mm -hmm. I don't have as much of an emotional attachment to Atlantis. Okay, I remember getting like McDonald's toys. That's exactly what I said. That's <laughs> all I remember about Atlantis too. Yeah, I don't. And there, there was like the Mole Man. Um, the mole man okay you guys are remembering more about this than i am <laughs> yeah but toy story is gonna win this one <laughs> well I, <laughs> again i wanted to give every movie its fair shot but i mean unless anyone has any opinions that uh would surprise me yeah i think toy story is gonna take this one um okay abby do you remember the atlantis the lost empire any is this one that you hold near and dear I have never seen it, and when Aaron and I were trying to decide which movies to rewatch, we watched the trailer of this one, mm -hmm. and honestly, I was so uninterested that we didn't even bother watching it. Wow. So wow. <laughs> I have no attachment to Atlantis. To be fair, it was not a very good trailer. It was like a minute of action from the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's more fair. Not, like, cut to be, like, oh, here's some funny lines or something. It was, like, just a chase scene with explosions. Huh. But 
I don't know if Atlantis was much better than that trailer, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. I, don't, hmm. I wasn't really a fan of Atlantis. The only thing I really... I've, I know I've seen it. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. But what I remember about it is that I watched it at somebody's birthday party. And I got bored halfway and left to go oh. do something else. Oh. I didn't leave the party. I just oh, left I, the room. <laughs> oh. I thought you meant the party. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not that But dramatic. still, that does say a lot. Yeah, I just remember it being boring as a kid. Huh. Okay, I don't so really girls, remember the story. Girls are not interested in Atlantis. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I remember thinking it was like a boy movie, too, when I was little. Yeah, hmm. yeah okay, that's fair. I don't have any... I, I don't know if I've seen this movie, to be fair, but again, kind of like you guys, like Grace and I were looking at movies to possibly rewatch, and seeing anything versus the original Toy Story, it was going to be an uphill battle. So, yeah, we didn't go out of our way to rewatch it or anything. So, I guess sorry to whoever is an Atlantis stan out there, but um, Yeah, I do I've seen things online that people say that people just like sleep on this movie and it's way better than people think. And maybe mm-hmm. they're right, but I'm not interested to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bold enough to say better than people think. Um, and even if it is, it's probably still not better than Toy Story, which is yeah, the debate no, today. For sure so, for sure not. I don't know if we really need to talk about Toy Story a whole lot here because no. I think we save we're it. Going, honestly, we're going to talk about it in the next round. Yeah. So this is more about giving Atlantis its due. Okay. Um. Have our first winner. Yeah, I was going to say, do we, we have? It. Wait, do we need an official vote? I feel like we do. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. I vote for Toy Story. <laughs> I vote for Toy Story. I also vote for Toy Story. And it's unanimous. We all vote Woo! for Toy Story. Okay, see, we can agree on things. This is starting we off well. <laughs> okay, let's move right along to the next one. Carry this positive momentum. Um, so the 8-9 matchup, a little closer... We've got The Emperor's New Groove and A Bug's Life. Okay, so Grace and I did just rewatch A Bug's Life last night because we hadn't seen it in a while. We saw The Emperor's New Groove about a year ago when we were babysitting our little niece. We watched it with her. Uh, she was like one, so she did not know what was going on, but we thoroughly enjoyed it. She did not care. <laughs> um, a Bug's Life is very solid. And I feel like it kind of gets overshadowed by, like, the toy stories of the world. But, man, I really enjoyed A Bug's Life. Uh, I thought it was, like, a nice message. I thought it was very funny. Pixar is just very, very good, and they started off very good. So, I don't know. I just wanted to acknowledge that at the very least. So, we did not rewatch A Bug's Life. What does the quality of the animation look like? Because this is the second Pixar movie. Was it? I thought it was really like, good. Really? Yeah, yeah I thought like it held the, up. The rain scenes, because like ants are tiny and rain is like horrible for them. So I don't know. I thought it, the water looked really cool in the way they had like little dew drops, and that was like what he made a telescope out of, with, like a leaf and a dew drop. I don't know if y'all remember that, but uh huh. The opening scene. Yeah. Okay, Abby. What do you remember about a bug's life? I remember that opening scene. I do remember that it was like really interesting to see like that zoomed in perspective of the bug's life. Um, But in terms of the plot, I don't really remember like what 
the conflict is, or like really any of the characters. Well, there's Hopper. He's the uh, evil grasshopper. Yeah. And who okay. all the seeds? Hopper is also voiced by Kevin Spacey, which I did not realize. Oh. Well, of course I didn't realize that as a child, but now that he's been uh-huh. hashtag canceled, I think that kind of fits in this sort of category uh-huh. as a villain. Um, so who's yeah. the main protagonist? Like, who's the like, main character? Okay. So he's like the little inventor ant. He made the uh, the little telescope, and then he made this other machine thing to yeah, gather grain okay. faster. And then that's the thing. Like in the very beginning, all the ants are gathering this food for the grasshoppers. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. When okay. his machine like malfunctions, it like knocks all the food down off of their little cliff thing, and that's sure. when the grasshoppers get all mad. I really liked Bugs Life. I still remember. I think that was one of the first movies maybe i saw in theaters as a kid because i remember isn't this the one that has the short before it is like the two guys playing chess (laughs) or it's the one guy playing chess against himself yes because grace and i talked about that last night and she hates that short i hated that short (laughs) it's very strange and kind of sad i think i just didn't get it as a kid and i was just like i don't why are we watching this this isn't bugs yeah Okay, A Bug's Life's fun. We have to decide between this and Emperor's New Groove. Oh, man. Emperor's New Groove is also fun. Yeah. I like that movie. And I feel like it's only, like, risen in popularity. Like, within the past couple of years, I feel like people people speak about this movie as if it slept on. And I think it's gotten to the point that it is officially not. Like, I think people recognize <laughs> that Emperor's New Groove is very funny. I don't know if y'all remember, but they did turn this into, like, a disney channel series for a short time yeah. it was like Cusco going to school the emperor's with new school. yeah <laughs> oh i don't i don't know if i know what you guys are talking about <laughs> huh. disney cartoons on saturday mornings that was a thing <laughs> okay i gotta i gotta let abby in here she's ready to bust through the doors like Cusco because she <laughs> loves the emperor's new groove okay so good. at the beginning of all the coronavirus like quarantines my coworkers started sharing like all of these um essentially like these kind of brackets around our team and we would like fill them out as a team or fill them out individually and i had the emperor's new groove going all the way to the championship game i oh, like, wow. love this movie last year one of my friends got married and the morning of her wedding we all watched an emperor's new groove together <laughs> oh um, that's amazing i just like think it is so funny, but also so unique. So I was mm-hmm. telling Aaron that one of the ways that I've like kind of looked at these movies is how much did I like it as a kid? How much do I like it as an adult? And then how like unique or different do I think it is? And I think this is one that I like loved as a kid. And then even watching it like last year, still think it's hilarious. Um, yeah. And then I just think it's like an interesting concept of like, I mean, you see that a lot where, like, a bad person gets turned into an animal to, like, teach them a lesson. But I just think, like, the llama and making it, like, comical was just, like, a good touch. So I'm a huge fan of this movie. And regardless of how good A Bug's Life is, like, (laughs) I love this movie. So Aaron's laughing at me. (laughs) No, I I think that's fair. And to be clear, I... I agree with you. I think The Emperor's New Groove is great. I guess I was just trying to give A Bug's Life its due because I do oh, yeah. I do feel like this matchup is 
slightly one-sided in my opinion, but I did at least okay. want to acknowledge, oh, A Bug's Life, I enjoyed that movie. But, and I feel like I immediately know the type of person who, like, the person who loves this movie, I know I can get along with, like, a, <laughs> one of Aaron and I's um, friends, Roland, that you'll meet. This is one of his favorite movies, and it's just like, yeah, of course it is. And I feel like, uh-huh. yeah, I feel like, you know, Kindred Souls love An Emperor's New Yes. Group. So, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Who's got pushback? I don't have any pushback. I, this one's hard for me to choose between the two because I think I like them equally. Okay. I don't know. This one's I hard think, for me to decide on. I think the difference for me is kind of like Abby said, what do you enjoy more as an adult? I know I've watched Emperor's group, New Groove several times like in the past, I don't know, five plus years. I don't remember the last time I watched A Bug's Life. I don't <laughs> think anyone's ever just sitting around like, let's pop in Bug's Life. And that's you you true. won't without being prompted. You just won't. And that's but I fine. I think I equally enjoyed them both when I've rewatched them both recently. That's surprising know. to me. I didn't know that you were enjoying A Bug's Life that much. That's so goofy. <laughs> All the it's little really bugs funny. and their little jokes. And- I mean, I think these two are two of the most like funny, like, they lean more yeah. heavily on the comedy out of this whole yeah. section. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I watching Ember's New Groove back recently, though. I didn't realize how annoying Cusco was in the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He that's bad. <laughs> he's got his little intro song, and so yeah. he's like on his side. But then he's just kind of he's just so rude and horrible. Yeah, and- he is. But the music is so great in an Emperor's oh, New Group. It is. And I love <laughs> Yzma and Kronk. Yes, Kronk. Yeah. This That's was like iconic. our introduction to Patrick Warburton. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Who? The voice of Kronk. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, does anyone else have anything else to say about these or are we ready to vote? I'm ready to vote. Yeah, I think we're ready. Okay. I'll start. I vote the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Shocking. I, I will be voting with my wife. Future wife. <laughs> I think y'all swayed me because I think I would be more likely to watch Emperor's New Groove again over Bugs Life. So I'm going to pick Emperor's New Groove. And I also vote the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, man. Ooh. Is this going to be the most boring podcast? No, oh, no, we've, because got, I we've think got some hard We've ones. got some tough matchups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get to like Mulan and Tarzan or Aladdin. Oh, yeah. That's going to be hard for me. Oh, personally. yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. We have been unanimous these past two rounds, though, so that's something. Um, sorry, A Bug's Life. You are a good movie, but again, you had tough competition. But to be fair, yeah. I think competition throughout this whole tournament is going to be tough. Okay, uh, moving on to our third matchup today. It's the number five seed, The Lion King, versus the number, the number 12 seed, The Great Mouse Detective. Okay, um, I think we just talk about The Great Mouse Detective here, because I see no <laughs> world in which this beats The Lion King. Grace and I went back to watch the, Grace Mouth, the Great Mouse Detective. This is the first time I'd ever seen this movie. I thought this movie was um, an American tale with Fievel because they like came out in the same year as one of those weird things with like two movies coming out in the same year with like the same type of animals. It's like um, A Bug's Life and Ants came out with, like within a year of each other or something like that. So I had never seen this. I thought it was something else. And it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, 
This is one that I watched a lot as a kid. I think like at daycare or something. They always played it. I don't think it's going to be Lion King, so it's sad to see it go, but I do really like the movie. I have never seen it, so can somebody give me a recap? Uh, so it's kind of like a okay. Sherlock movie. Yeah, no, you, you go, go ahead, DJ. No, no, no I no, mean, you, you said you love it, so I think no, you, you should. You go, you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, there's this uh, little mouse named Olivia, and her father is a like toy maker. Uh, he gets kidnapped, so the little girl named Olivia goes to find Basil of Baker Street, which is basically... Oh, these are all mice, by the way. Yes, these are all mice. Okay. And Basil of Baker Street is basically like a, mice, a mouse version of Sherlock Holmes. Okay. And so, antics DJ, and remind me, are these mice in a human world, or is it yes. mice in a mouse world? Mice in a human world. Okay. 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 So I remember watching this maybe a couple times as a kid, but I mostly remember having it on a cassette tape. <laughs> I, we had like these like Disney stories on cassette, and I would okay. listen to it falling asleep like as a little kid. <laughs> so I remember there's like a song about Radican, who's the yes. villain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's basically like... And he wants to be the king rat, and he has this whole plan to kill the queen, Mouse, who's like the queen of England, but she's the mouse queen, I guess. Okay. And so he's got his little mouse minions, but if you call him a rat, he, he which he is a rat, he uh-huh. gets mad and he'll feed you to the cat that he has like oh. this little bell and he rings and he, I don't know where the cat came from, but Scary. he's evil. <laughs> okay, that's helpful. But I don't think I can really understand it until Aaron sings for us the song about Radigan. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh. I don't know if I can vote until we can do that, though. <laughs> okay, it's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to sing Radigan. Um, <laughs> um, something that was strange about this, I think this is the oldest movie Grace and I have gone back to rewatch. This came out in 1986. It's pretty interesting seeing the things that Disney was doing, like that they just wouldn't do now. Like there are people, like there are like mice getting like drunk and smoking and shooting <laughs> each other with guns. Like and knife it's just, fights. And- yeah, it's just interesting. Like you don't see that type of thing today, and it's like, oh yeah, this is of a different time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Some debauchery. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of these movies that are from the 80s that kind of snuck into this 90s category. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a pretty defining line. I think it started <laughs> with The Little Mermaid, where everything kind of looks more modern. Yeah. And I think this is a just before that, or it's like the older animation, it's a little more like, I don't know, classic feeling. Mm hmm. Um,. Yeah, I yeah. like The Great Mouse Detective. It was good. I have fond memories too. of the cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I watched it. And with that, The Lion King <laughs> wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I know anyone that doesn't like The Lion King. Yeah, I think it being a five seed is a misnomer here, personally. 
But you know, we can talk about the Lion King. Well, that's your bias, though. I know, and I think that's. I think that's. It was Aaron's idea to use the Rotten Tomatoes to see these, and I think that was a great idea because I don't think it would have been possible to do this without having some sort of bias. So we would have been um, so upset about the seeds if we had picked them. People would have been like, "No, (laughs) yeah." But now it's like, ah, it shouldn't be a five, but okay. Yeah, and I mean, we did like average both audience and critics, so that's just. Where things fell. Um, okay, so the Lion King moves on. Sorry, the great mouse detective. I think this would have been better if it would have fallen in the classics category, but that's just, you know, kind of how the um, chips fell this time. Cool. Okay, the next one is the 4 versus 13 matchup. We've got Beauty and the Beast at 4 and the Fox and the Hound at 13. Yeah, uh, Grace and I rewatched The Fox and the Hound. <laughs> you guys did a lot of homework for this. <laughs> well, I mean, I I was so I showed Grace like this big spreadsheet of all these movies to watch and I don't know, I always considered myself a Disney fan, but she really put me to shame because some of these I didn't remember at all or I thought I had maybe seen. She knew like beat for beat. So some of these I just needed to like be able to make sure I could like speak to them. And The Fox and the Hound is one that I recognize scenes once we started watching but i couldn't have told you anything before that Um, yeah i think for this one fox and the hound i think i liked it better as a child than i did watching it back yeah personally Mm -hmm. i did not like the fox and the hound (laughs) so my memories of this and again it's one that i kind of watched as a kid maybe like had a book or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i remember copper and todd yeah. I always get confused which one's which. Is Copper the dog? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. Got it. And uh, Todd is a little fox. And they're like friends when they're younger. Mm-hmm. And then they grow up and they meet each other again somehow. Am I not getting it? No, that's it, basically. Okay. What else happens in the movie? So, like, they're friends, but then one day... um the fox Todd get is over in the dog's yard. The owner of the property is like shooting at the fox, and then so him and the lady that owns Todd are neighbors, and so he's like, "Keep the fox off my property! I'm gonna shoot it!" Blah blah blah. The old lady who's like been taking care of Todd goes and kind of releases him into the wild. The hunter guy seeks out that fox because he knows where the lady dropped him off. He basically goes and tries to hunt the fox and he almost gets him and then he during their little chase scene they anger a bear and a bear tries to get all of them and then the fox helps save the hunter or something i don't remember i'm getting lost on the last little bit of it (laughs) i don't think this would be made as a movie today no you say that but they did do a live action lady and the tramp somehow True. I don't know if The Fox and the Hound is quite that level of classic. No. Fair enough. Abby, do you remember anything about this movie? So, this is another one I've never seen. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm really really qualified to be on the podcast. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I will say, though, that I feel like a lot of these more classic movies are really sad. And I think that it's hard for me to want to vote for something. That would make me sad watching. And like, granted, I don't know how it ends, so I can't speak to it too much. But 
the well, idea like, of and like when they're little they're like we're gonna be friends forever and then in the yeah. end they've like it's more like a mutual like thanks for saving me let's okay. never see each other again kind uh, of a situation but that's like heartbreaking still it exactly is. it's inherently sound because you want them yeah. to overcome what society is saying and saying no yeah. a fox and a hunting dog can be friends uh, but they don't psych- no they're not friends and society was right how sad is that <laughs> <laughs> and so i think that that for me is like and i think we'll get at this with the classics too but like that's just so sad and i don't think i want to watch that for like entertainment i don't know this was another one we talked about watching but just didn't get to yeah that's fine okay well the fox and the hound isn't gonna win this one either <laughs> no <laughs> um so it's up against beauty and the beast i think there will plenty be plenty of discussion about Beauty and the Beast in the next round. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is my all-time favorite Disney Ooh, wow. movie, Disney princess movie, so... Yeah, she's my favorite princess, so... Oh. <laughs> Let's oh. save it for the next Kay. round, ladies. <laughs> we will, we will. <laughs> okay, okay oh, so man. the fox and the hound is being eliminated, um, and Beauty and Sorry the Beast moves me. on to the surprise yes. of no one, I don't think, so there we are. <laughs> okay. First one that might be a little more difficult. We've got the 6-11 matchup. It's the Little Mermaid versus Hercules. I feel like these are more comparable. Like the previous ones are from different eras. Or it's like a Pixar versus a Disney. I feel like these are in the like same like golden age of Disney time frame. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I agree. These are both great. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I I agree, but I think that's why it is going to make this so uh, difficult. Okay. Um, how do we compare these two? Uh, let's talk. Let's just talk them one by one. So, what are people's thoughts on the Little Mermaid? First off, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Little Mermaid so much. I did too. I think I wanted to be a mermaid. It was, like, so captivating <laughs> and so beautiful that, I, like, as a little kid, I was determined that I could be a mermaid. <laughs> How were you going to accomplish that? I just remember, like, being in the swimming pool, like, <laughs> attaching my feet to each other. and <laughs> I just tried so hard. They make mermaid tails now. Like, I you can know. buy a tail and swim in I it. I know. I, that could I'm have not been very one, marketable in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think The Little Mermaid was always like the girls' movie. Maybe even more so than some of the other princess movies. I like, I, I. It's really good and it's a classic, but this is like definitely a girly movie versus like a macho man movie mm-hmm. in Hercules. Um. I think the music's great in both of them. Yeah, I agree. I think they both have really good villains. Yeah. That's true. Oh, very, very true. That's true. Ursula and Hades. Yeah, very strong villains. Yeah. Similar hairstyles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I was just going to say that The Little Mermaid is for sure a girl movie. And I think that Ariel is a ditzier princess. And I think that yeah, that's probably... she does leave her family for a man, so mm-hmm. you know that's not great. <laughs> yeah, and she like falls for Ursula's tricks and everything, and yeah, 
Yeah. So that's definitely, I think, a downside to the movie is she's not like a strong, you know, character you can get behind, I suppose. I do love all of her like learning about the life on shore, though, like, you know, uh-huh. calling the fork the dingle hopper and then yes. just like not knowing what anything is when she's in the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do think the scenes of her like underwater in her little... um like area where she has all for like trinkets is like a beautiful scene Look and it's interesting. Yes. <laughs> oh, get it, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I think this was beautifully like artistically done because like there's the scenes like in her little hideaway spot with all of her little mm-hmm. trinkets, and then there's like the under under the sea song. Like that's really yeah. colorful, and there's a lot going on in both of those scenes. I think it's beautifully done. Yeah. I think it has good sing-alongs, too. Mm-hmm. Songs people still remember. Definitely. Boys? <laughs> <laughs> the Little Mermaid's really good. Like it's, I feel like when I think classic Disney movies, Little Mermaid is in that category. I agree. And yeah, I just I think this matchup is interesting because Disney is in the middle of making uh, a Little Mermaid remake right now, a live action, and they just... Uh, leaked some stuff saying that a live action Hercules is in the work because of course it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And of course, like, I feel like these are like two core, like golden era Disney movies. Um, Yeah. But I I was always fond of the little mermaid and I feel like Grace and I rewatched it not too long ago and it was a fun time. But this is definitely one I've seen a lot. So it's pretty ingrained in my memory. So Mm -hmm. this one was my sister's favorite Disney princess. So Mm -hmm. okay, watched it all the time. Okay, what do we have to say for Hercules? It's Hercules also has really some good. good songs. Oh yeah, the muses make everything like twice as better. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just I, I love the music here. I think again, just the animation looks beautiful throughout. Uh, I think they really make everything pop and make it vibrant and fun. Um, I think Hades is a fantastic villain. I love his um, temper tantrums and everything. Um, <laughs> and his little like minion things. What are they? Um, are they demons? Are they little imp guys? I'm not sure. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen it. Um, I, I really like Hercules. Um, I, I, it's just so much fun. <laughs> We're looking at the soundtrack right now, and I do think it's really good. It's a really tough competition. Mm-hmm. Like, Go the Distance is so fun. Zero that is to a Hero. really good song. Zero to Hero. That's the jam. Mm-hmm. Isn't the yeah. intro, <laughs> the intro is the, like, muse choir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gospel truth. That's yeah. It. Oh, yeah. So mm. I'll say, like, I don't have as many vivid, like, visual memories of specific scenes in Hercules that stand out of, like, oh, remember this scene? Like, I can kind of piece together some things, but I think Little Mermaid has stuck with me a little bit more. Hmm, that's fair. That's fair. I think the thing that I always remember the most as a kid was Hercules fighting, I guess it was like a Hydra or something. Yeah. Because as a child, it was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would agree with that. I can't think of a lot from the movie apart from like a couple of those scenes, but... I mostly just think of like him and Meg's relationship of like she was a tortured soul and I just thought that that was like an interesting complex thing. It wasn't as straightforward as some of the other like love stories. Yeah. 
Is Meg a Disney princess? Technically, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. That could we could spark a whole different debate on what qualifies as a Disney princess and what doesn't. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> she's never really a princess, right? Because no, I, I mean, agree. Achilles with you. is like half a god. Yeah. So she would be well. She's not even a goddess because she's not uh-uh. the same thing. I don't know. Oh man, this is tough, guys. I don't like this. <laughs> okay, let's let's just do a vote. Who wants to start? I'll start because I think I think I'm gonna lose this one. My vote is for Hercules. My vote is for Little Mermaid. I'm gonna vote for the Little Mermaid. Abby, you have to vote now. I know. <laughs> I think I really love Hercules. But I think but... Aaron made a good point that I really don't remember a ton from it. And I think for that reason I vote the Little Mermaid. Oh man, my brother-in-law is going to be distraught. Nick, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Is that his favorite movie? Yeah, (laughs) it's his favorite Disney movie. And it's so good, and I do feel like it slept on a little bit. It is really good. Oh man. I think this whole section is really hard, like all of the 90s movies. Mm -hmm. They're all so good. Okay, okay. So Hercules moves, or nope, The Little Mermaid moves on. I was trying to do revisionist history. I apologize. <laughs> DJ's filling out the Excel, so maybe he'll just change it to whatever he wants anyway. <laughs> no. We're going to get to the end. It's like, oh, <laughs> DJ's favorite movies, huh? <laughs> Funny how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. The next matchup's kind of interesting. We've got the three versus 14. It's Toy Story 2 versus The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hmm. So we actually rewatched The Hunchback of Notre Dame like six months ago, maybe? Sure. Wait, just because? I, yeah, we just like... I think Disney Pl- Disney Plus just came out. Oh, uh, okay. And we were just like looking at old throwbacks. And I don't I think, know how we picked this one, though. Well, <laughs> I think it's one... So this kind of goes back... To, I think it's one that I loved as a kid, but when watching as an adult... It wasn't as good or as interesting as I remember it being. I think it's actually really interesting, but interesting because it's like dark. Yeah. It involves the Catholic Church, which is very strange for a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. There's like a interesting song from uh, the villain where he's oh, singing gosh. about his sexual temptations. Yeah. He's, it's dark <laughs> it was very dark yeah and there's the whole scene of Quasimodo being like ridiculed by the crowd that's, I like, know really that was sad so sad yeah it's still a f- fun movie at times and there's some really like bright and fun songs but I think there is kind of this like weird feeling to it um so Grace and I rewatched this last night. This well, this was my first time seeing this. I'm pretty sure. Wait, and didn't Grace... you rewatch a Bugs Life last night too? Yeah, we doubled. Yeah, up. we watched both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just clarifying. No We're judging. doing our homework. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I don't think I'd seen this. And Grace warned me saying, hey, this might be kind of dark. And then yeah. the main antagonist proceeds to kick a woman to death and then <laughs> threatens to drop a baby down a well. Oh, I forgot Is Frollo, about that. so he seems like one of the most evil villains. I think he's the only one, at least that I can think of, that actually killed someone. Like that directly. Not, that's not a Disney move. It's not. Hmm. Because, like, usually, I mean, gravity kills the villains is how yeah. you notice these Disney movies go. But this is the first time I think that the actual villain, I don't know, killed somebody. Like, that's even more villainous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he, like, tries to light someone's house on fire. Yeah, he locks them in their house and yeah. lights the house on fire. Yeah. Like, very and evil. Let's not yeah. forget, he also sniffs someone's hair. While yes, behind Zelda, them, yeah. that yeah, that's because he loves horrible. her. But... Horrible. Mm. I'm just. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say he loves her, but yeah, he wants I like her. A co- I like a couple of the songs in this movie. The Bells of Notre Dame is a great song, but I thought the Festival of Fools was a fun scene, like with the confetti and all the like people dressed up and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the festival stuff is fun. It's like bright and colorful. Um. The gargoyles are kind of fun. <laughs> hmm. Okay, how does it compare to Toy Story 2? I don't know if it holds up as well. Like, for a kid's movie that kids are actually going to want to watch, I think Toy yeah. Story's going to beat it out. It's more delightful. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I feel like I don't have as fond of memories of Toy Story 2, to be honest with you guys, when I'm comparing it to, like, Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 3. Yeah. Just because 3 has... The amazing finale and one is so near and dear. So, but I, I still think that it's like good and like even looking through like the pictures on IMDb, I'm just like, oh, I remember when the toys crossed the street and the traffic cones. And even as a child, I thought that was problematic. But yeah, I think Toy Story 1 and 2, I kind of combine in my head. And okay. so I have trouble remembering what goes to what movie. So Toy Story 2 is where they've got Al's toy barn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there's the scene with the traffic cones and them driving a car. <laughs> and you're introduced to Zerg. Evil yeah. Emperor Zerg. Mm-hmm. He's great. I, I don't know why, but I also vividly remember the scene where the owl guy like falls asleep watching TV and there's the Cheetos everywhere and like yep, Woody Cheetos steps on does. a Cheeto. Yeah. And it was like so gross, kind of. Yeah. I like, have owl was no gross. memory of this movie. I know I've seen it. <laughs> Like, I am positive I have seen this, but the more you guys describe it, I'm like, what happened? When? This is where we meet Jesse and the prospector. Yeah. And there's a scene where they they use Rex as a battering ram, and he's like, I don't want to use my head. I don't remember. Okay. I remember Toy Story 2, but before Toy Story 4... This was my least favorite Toy Story movie. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. 100%. Sorry, just needed to throw some shade on Toy Story 4 real quick before we get to that quadrant of the bracket. That's perfectly acceptable. I've got no qualms with that. But I really don't know between these two movies. I mean, probably in total, Toy Story 2 is, is better and more kid-friendly. But mm-hmm. I don't think there is a huge divide in either of these two. I don't think neither of them is like towards the top of my ranking for this section of the bracket. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I agree with that. I don't know if I care a whole lot about this matchup, to be honest. <laughs> Are we ready to vote? Uh, my vote is for Toy Story 2, all the way. Same. Same. Yeah, I'll do Toy Story 2. <laughs> you don't have to. You can I make know. it known well, that you want the Hunchback of Notre Dame there instead. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Since I know it's not going to win, it's not going to influence anything. Let the record show that I vote for the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> there you go. Disney's darkest, weirdest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But hey, vote your conscience, man. That's all you can do. It's got some good songs. Okay. Moving on to probably the matchup that I'm least looking forward to. <laughs> We've got the 7-10. Number 7 is Mulan. Number 10 is Tarzan. <laughs> These are both prime Disney movies, in my opinion. Yeah, they're both really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They both have good soundtracks. I love Phil Collins. I so. love the the song when they're in the camp, trash in the camp. Oh yes. yeah, no oh, yeah, that's it's a just great so one. fun. I listen to that song all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, these came out within like a year of each other, so <laughs> this is a very apt comparison, I think. Um, uh, Aaron and Abby, I kind of want to hear from you guys because Aaron, you already alluded to me that there's going to be some tension on your side about this, <laughs> and so I don't know I, who is for what. <laughs> I absolutely love Tarzan. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. Okay. I have a feeling it's not going to win here. Which makes me sad. But this is, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite ones. I love the soundtrack of it. I just love the movie, the scene of Tarzan, like, defeating the leopard. And then, like, coming out of the pit with the leopard over his head. And it's, like, (laughs) panning around. And all the gorillas are, like, going crazy. That is a good scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's great. I loved all the characters in it. You got Clayton is the villain. And Kerchak. Clayton's the worst. The lead gorilla. Oh, it's such a good movie. I feel like this is one that I I could replay almost the entire movie just in my head, just sitting here. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I mean, I think these last four movies that we'll talk about will be very hard to like pit against each other. I think they're all so good. And like both as when I was a kid and then I would watch any of them today. I mean, like I said, I love Phil Collins. So this soundtrack (laughs) is so fun. And even the scene, yeah, in the camp where it's not Phil Collins, it's just them like messing around is like such a fun scene. It's still Phil Collins. Is it? Is it? Yeah, he does the shibidoops. There's a single version of it. There's a a single version of it where it's performed by NSYNC with Phil Collins. Oh, wow. Interesting. I want that. Which is awesome. (laughs) Well, thank goodness he did the shiba dupes. (laughs) Um, I mean, I think it's just a good story. You'll catch on to the fact that I love the movies that are like outdoorsy because I think those are just like beautiful. Kind of like The Little Mermaid. It's just like I think all the scenes are really well done. Just very beautiful. Um, Yeah, Tarzan's like a good protagonist because he's not evil. He just is like... How many protagonists are evil? Well, but I think he... Like his... Okay, let me say it this way. His flaws aren't things that you like get mad about or that you like roll your eyes Mm -hmm. at. 
there are things that are like, oh, you just you just don't know better, or you were just raised by monkeys. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not your fault. And so I think that makes him a very lovable character. There was also an animated Tarzan series. Um, I think it was just called Tarzan. And I think I watched I that, I saw that one too. That's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also the the montage where he turns from a kid into a man. And they've that got Son cool. of Man playing in the background. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty so great one. It's great. Yeah. The music is great and it's also used so well. Like mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like a movie will take a break and just kind of have a music interlude. Yeah. I feel like the music kind of works into this movie really well. Although I will say it's not as fun that the characters don't sing. Because I do think that's a Disney True. thing where they have the characters sing the music and it's a little different when it's like a background soundtrack that makes yeah, it a I little less Yeah, I think that's my Disney. thing with this one because I love like Disney songs and I like singing the songs and that's part of why I love the movie so much and I think like Okay, I have a slightly unpopular opinion about the soundtrack for Tarzan. I like it, but I don't think I like it as much as everybody else seems to. That's okay. And I think it's because I can't sing along to it as easily as some of the other ones, like other Disney movies. And I think there just is something, Abby, to what you just said about like having more of a musical quality about it, like being the characters in the animated movie singing it. I, I think it like latches on to your brain in a different way that you're able to like mm-hmm. visualize it that way and i think that's probably why the mulan soundtrack probably sticks with me more like as an adult i'm able to acknowledge oh yeah phil collins is awesome like i mm-hmm. can acknowledge that it's good but i feel like i have like these ingrained like sense of loving the mulan soundtrack because i can yeah. envision the characters like singing it and every any stuff like that so i think that's where the main divide comes down for me yeah I disagree, but I accept your opinions. (laughs) The Tarzan is a good movie. I do like that movie still. It's very dark, though, when uh, Clayton dies. Yeah, it's pretty gravity. (laughs) It's true. Like. I feel like that's pretty scarring for children, even though I didn't remember it as a child. I only remember it because we watched it not long ago. Disney is probably why people have a fear of heights, (laughs) because they keep seeing all these villains plummet. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But I mean, he was the cause of his own death, so that's usually the case. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, um... Yeah, I guess I'll talk about Mulan a little bit. I think, so it's interesting because in a different world without coronavirus, we would be viewing Mulan much differently because there would be a live action Mulan without um, mm-hmm. a lot of the quote unquote westernized elements like songs and Mushu. But we're in a world where we haven't seen that yet, so we can just talk about this freely. I love Mulan. I think the soundtrack is great. I think it's a lot of fun. I feel like I still remember basically every scene to this movie. And, yeah, I I think it would have been interesting to see Disney's approach without some of the things that I think make it stand out. Um, And maybe those would have been perfectly fine for a live action thing. Um, But as we are here with the animated Mulan, I I just I have nothing but fondness for it, honestly. I think it's a fun story and um, anything with Eddie Murphy in it is going to be a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love Mulan. It's just it's a very fond movie for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think her 
Mulan herself as a main character is someone that it's really easy to love. Someone like she sacrifices herself for her family. She's very like intelligent and hardworking. Um, and I think that that's just really easy to get behind the whole movie. And so that's like, a, even if she's not a Disney princess, I don't know how we categorize her, but I, I think, think she's technically a princess. Okay. So she would be like one of my favorites also for those reasons. Um, yeah, we already talked about the soundtrack a little bit. I love like some of those songs and they're so easy to like whip out in daily life. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm often quoting the scene that's like chicken, pork, beef, yum. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I love that yeah. one. Mulan's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> I'm so upset. I'm just I'm sad and I'm ready to move on. <laughs> oh. Actually I take it back. I think she might not technically be a princess by the end of the okay. movie. But like, when you go to Disney World and they're, like, selling all the merch, if they have, like, the lineup of the princesses, she is on there. Okay. And I think that yeah. makes sense. Like, it might yeah. not be technically princess or whatever, but I think... Yeah. I think she would be up there when we're talking about Disney princesses. Yeah. Um, I mean, she sacrificed her life for her family, <laughs> for her father. <laughs> well, how could you not love that? <laughs> yeah, Aaron. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like Mulan. I'm saying that Tarzan is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. But it's okay. I'll survive. I've already cried about it. Uh, yeah, I feel like you went into this mentally knowing that. <laughs> I knew. Oh, that's that gonna win. Okay. My vote's well, for thought... Tarzan. Okay. My vote's for Mulan. My vote's for Mulan. My vote is also for Mulan. I honestly thought, DJ, you were going to like Tarzan better. Um, I just, I, I love I'll Make a Man Out of You, and that, that such a good song. that'll carry, that'll carry the movie for me in some ways. <laughs> it is a great song. That's a classic. Yeah. And I'll just throw this out there, even though DJ will make fun of me. I love Mulan too. <sighs> And I think it's a wonderful sequel to Mulan. <laughs> Aaron, Abby, I got to talk to you guys about like, every Disney. Every Disney movie has a straight to video sequel that oh, Grace loves, not likes, loves. And I these love are movies them so much that I am only vaguely are aware exist because they were like straight to video. Like they didn't like have a big advertising thing. So. She'll be like, have you seen The Lion King 2? And I'll be like, excuse me? <laughs> have I seen I The Lion King 2? The Lion King 2, but... I had it on VHS. It was one. wonderful. <laughs> there was Lion we King 2. There was Mulan 2. There was Beauty and the Beast, the second one. There we was Little Mermaid 2 and uh, 3. <laughs> we watched The Jungle Book the other night. And after it, it popped up with The Jungle Book 2, which I didn't know there was 2003. a second one. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think early two thousands, they were just cranking out the straight to video sequels. I think they were, huh. and I was living for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron, I'm so Long sorry. Words. I'm it's so sorry. sorry. It's okay. I've accepted defeat. Okay, we're almost done with the first round. Man. Quarter of the bracket. We've got the two fifteen matchup, 
Aladdin is the two seed, Pocahontas is the 15 seed. My gut tells me Aladdin should win this. I love both of these movies. Like, they're equally, like, I'm equally as fond of them as a kid. Yeah. Like, I would watch either of them probably just just as much as the other one. So this is one that's going to be hard for me. See, I don't know if I have a love for Pocahontas. I like think I re- watching it now, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it pretty vividly. I think it'd be kind of problematic this day and age. Just, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. It's not, it's not a great time in history. Yeah. What kind of is, I don't know. Um, I remember two songs from Pocahontas. Colors of the Wind and Just Around the River Bend. Then there's the song from the villain, which is Savages. Oh my god. (laughs) Barely remember that song. I remember that one a lot. I barely remember the villain from Pocahontas. I know he's like a conquistador or something. Yeah, he wears like this purpley pinkish color, like a full suit and hat, and he's got the raccoon, and he's got like a skinny, lanky sidekick guy. He has a pug. Oh, he has the pug, not the raccoon. I think there's a raccoon too, though. That's Pocahontas' sidekick, though. Yes. The pug and the raccoon just have a great dynamic the whole movie because they hate each other. Yes, they do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't remember this movie at all, but I've got nothing but negative feelings towards it, like a vague memory of not liking it. So that's all I've got about Pocahontas. I love Pocahontas. Like, I vividly remember the scene where, like, she's talking to Mother Willow, and then she sees, like, the, um, she's talking about, like, she's seeing clouds or something coming in, and then she sees, like, the ships, like, the sails are the white clouds that she was dreaming about. Hmm. I I am a little surprised it's so close for you two. I I think this is a pretty easy decision for me. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) So... Abby and Grace, are you actually going to vote for Pocahontas? Well, can we talk about Aladdin? Okay. <laughs> I want to hear some, like, arguments both ways. Yeah. Um, I feel like I remember Aladdin a lot more. I remember watching it as a kid more. I remember it as an adult more, but that may be partially due to the live-action remake, um, which was really good, surprisingly. I feel like that does affect how I'm thinking of this movie. I know it does uh, for me. I think the songs are really good and memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like this is one of the most classic movies from this era and just Disney as a whole. I agree, and I feel like a, I feel like you could say that Pocahontas could also be considered a classic, but I guess what I'm thinking classic Disney, I would immediately think of Aladdin and probably wouldn't think of Pocahontas, so I think that's kind of where some of the divide is coming. And I just, yeah, I, I remember really having a lot of fun with that, and like Aaron said, I think some of that is colored by the fact that I really enjoyed the live-action version as well, so. Um, but these did come out, um, like, within three years of each other, so uh, that is interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I just love Aladdin. I don't really have any specifics yeah. to talk to it about, but I just really like the movie. And I guess the more we talk about it, I realize I like Pocahontas because I love the colors of the wind scene. Yeah. Okay. That is I think a good that's scene. Yeah, I, so I think that Aladdin probably does hold up better. There are more characters, more lovable characters between like the genie and 
yeah, even like Aladdin and um, Iago. Yeah, and but I think the they dad. both kind of have the same amount of like memorable songs because I feel like neither like Aladdin doesn't have a whole bunch of songs, right? Or yeah, at least none that they? like stick out to me. There's like a, a genie song. Friend like me. Friend like me. Oh yeah. And then and a whole then... new world. It's probably the song. Yeah, that's whole new world is like the main one. And then you've got Prince Ali when he's entering the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess Prince Ali and Friend Like Me, like, those aren't, when I think of, like, if I'm going to go look for a Disney playlist on Spotify, those aren't the songs that I'm looking for, except for the Will Smith version of Prince Ali. <laughs> yeah, that's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's almost one more where you'd listen to the entire soundtrack from the movie rather than mm-hmm. pick out, like, three or four songs. Yeah, I and I like the first song, world. too. The one yeah, where it's something nice. about street. Yeah, I like that oh, one, but I don't remember it. The street. Yeah. yeah, that one where they call him a street rat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't fully remember the song, though. It's a good one, though. That's a one jump ahead. Yes. Okay. My vote's for Aladdin. My vote is also for Aladdin. I think mine is, too. Yeah, same. But it was hard. I do like both those movies a lot. I, I thought yeah. we were going to have our first tie here today. I did too, honestly. But there's still time. I think I knew deep down that Aladdin should win, but I really like them both. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have completed the first round of this quadrant of the bracket. Oh, good lord, I'm tired. <laughs> just about an hour. Let's Let's get right on to the next round. We're going to get this quadrant all the way down to one winner that will enter the final four Um, so just a quick recap in our round of 32 i guess you've got number one seed toy story against number eight seed the emperor's new groove we've got number five seed lion king versus number four seed beauty and the beast we've got number six seed little mermaid versus number three seed toy story 2 and we've got number seven seed Mulan versus number two seed Aladdin. We didn't pick any upsets in that first round. <laughs> well, sometimes the way things are seeded makes sense. <laughs> so okay. I don't know if that's going to be the case in this next round. Yeah, it, probably I see. not. Yeah. Whew. Okay, let's do it. Toy Story versus The Emperor's New Groove. I vote for the Emperor's New Group. <laughs> oh, wait. No discussion necessary. Are we ready to vote? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we didn't really talk about Toy Story. I feel like in any list, Toy Story kind of automatically takes one of the top spots. I mean, it's a uh, number one seed in this section for a reason, I think. I agree, but I think the number one seeds in other sections, I might disagree with a little more. I feel like I at least agree that Toy Story should be the number one seed. I don't know if I'm going to agree that it should even come out of this section of the bracket, but just in the way that like the general public thinks of Disney and Pixar movies, I think Toy Story is always in the top like two or three movies. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what started Pixar. It's so nostalgic. Um, they're still making Toy Story movies. How and they just built a whole Toy Story land in Disney World. 
They did. Mm -hmm. Abby, you have something to say? I'm going to stir the pot. I think it's a (laughs) little lame and a little overhyped. Wow. Wow. That's strong coming for Torster. Okay. What? And maybe because it's against the Emperor's new crew. So now it's like the enemy. <laughs> but I think the fact that it's made four movies, it's become this like kind of empire of movies because all four mm-hmm. of them are in this bracket. And I don't know. I just like the characters to me aren't. You'll notice this, like, I like lovable characters, and none of them are, like, super lovable to me. Like, there's nothing about Woody or Buzz Lightyear that I think I really, like, connect with, or, like, I don't know. So I think the difference with this is that they're toys. Like, <laughs> well, it, what I'm saying yeah. is, like, it's not, it's not as much a connection to a character as it is connection to, like, your own childhood toys. Or, like, I had a Buzz Lightyear toy. And yeah. just, like, I don't know. Disney is the king of merchandising and selling merchandise. Yeah. And I think that that's why this is so strong. <laughs> is because everyone had, like, a Woody or a Buzz Lightyear. Well, maybe not everyone, but... No, I did. I had... we Between me and my two sisters, one of us had Woody, one had Buzz, and then I had Jesse. Yeah. So it was just, it was a thing. <laughs> well, and even if you don't, I mean, the whole series has been kind of like exploring the boundaries of like, what is a toy and how can you like attach affection to a toy and like, what are the importance of your toys? Yeah, but the Emperor's New Groove explores what is a llama. <laughs> <laughs> Great point, Abby. It is strange that Toy Story came out in 1995 and the Emperor's New Groove came out in 2000. And that's only a five years difference, but I feel like my appreciation for those movies is so divided. Like, I feel like I have such a nostalgia for Toy Story, whereas I appreciate The Emperor's New Groove, I feel like, more now that I'm older. And I don't think that it was necessarily, like, written for, like, a adult audience or anything like that. I just think that some of the humor just hits harder these days. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. That's but, a good point, that... Toy Story is more of like a movie when you're a young kid. And The Emperor's yeah. New Groove is like as you're upper elementary moving into middle school. Like you have a little more, I don't know, a different kind of humor probably at that age. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think Toy say... Story might catch kids' eyes a little bit more too, just because of the bright colors and all the toys and yeah. such. I think it's hard for me to separate Toy Story 1 from my feelings about Toy Story is like a series. Cause like, I feel like I have grown up with Toy Story and you get the whole emotional build up to Toy Story three, where it's like time to let go of your toys and be an adult. And so I feel like that's how it's stayed with me growing up is by just making more movies. Yeah. And they kind of do grow with like the, and the majority of people who watched it, like, who the audience was geared towards. Yeah. That's interesting, though, because I think that's why I put, like, my emphasis on, like, my love for the franchise, specifically on the third one. Because the, I feel like mm-hmm. that's where, like, I was like, well, this, like, wraps everything up. But I completely understand yeah. what you're saying, that, like, it started with the first, so that's kind of where your uh, heart lies with the series. That That completely makes sense as well, I think. Yeah, and even, like... As a kid, I watched the Buzz Lightyear 
of Star Command animated series. Oh, I watched I lots of Disney cartoons. <laughs> I didn't have cable. <laughs> so lots of lots of uh ABC Saturday morning cartoons. But like even that plays yeah. into my memories of Toy Story and those characters. Okay. I think it's time to vote. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Abby voted about five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Toy Story. I'm also going to vote for Toy Story. Whoa. Sorry, Abby. Oh, I knew I was going to lose. It's okay. <laughs> it's not. You actually haven't, because I'm going to vote for the Emperor's New Groove. <gasps> Our first Uh-oh. time. What do, we, what do we do? And I, I truly think it's because... Like you were kind of saying, I do think that there's something special about this movie being like a one. Well, I say one awful. Aaron was just talking about how there's a TV show. But I feel like I can spread my love for the Toy Story series in other places, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I I can still recognize Toy Story somewhere else, whereas this would be the end of the Emperor's New Groove. So, uh, yeah, we're tied here. Um, what do we do? Now what? <laughs> Okay, Abby is going to text someone. I think she's texting her sister. Let's move on. And then when she texts back, we will have a winner. Okay, and maybe we'll feel differently about movies after we've <laughs> talked about some other ones. So yeah, yeah, yeah. let's let's move <laughs> on to the, the next match. Yeah, just so we're I, not well, stalled. I say that. I think the next matchup is about to kick up a whole lot of dust. Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to be a divided household over here. We've got the Lion King versus Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast all the way. This is the most powerhouse matchup (laughs) in this entire bracket. Oh, man. Yeah, and I know, DJ and Grace, you are very much (laughs) all the way Beauty and the Beast on Grace's side and all the way Lion King on DJ's side. That's accurate, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure Abby is all the way Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm all the way Beauty and the Beast, but she is my favorite princess. I think that she, kind of like Mulan, you know, she sacrifices for her dad to take care of him, and she's strong, and she, like, stands up to the Beast, and... You know, she's smart. She's smart. Her heart softens towards him. I just think that she's a very lovable character, easy to get behind. (laughs) Um, And I don't dislike The Lion King. Um, Also, a great movie. Um, It might just come down to the fact that, like, Belle is a girl, Simba is a boy. (laughs) And that might be, like, why I choose Belle, but I don't know. Well, this one's going to stink, too, because I like The Lion King more than Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if I feel quite as strong as the other three of you, though. (laughs) I guess I'm closer to this being like a 50-50 and just barely laying Lion King, where I think the three of you have your positions pretty firmly set. That's probably accurate. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll talk about The Lion King some since we didn't last time, though. I kind of felt like, I don't know. Yeah, so, when, did... yeah, the Lion King came out in 94. I think it's came out during like the golden era of Disney. 
And I think there is a reason that when the live action version came around, it easily became one of the most top grossing movies of all time. That's because people love the original Lion King. The soundtrack is memorable. The animation is still amazing for back in the day. They've remastered it several times since and it still looks gorgeous. I just the the story about Simba wandering away and then just remembering the lessons that his father taught him and to really stay true to himself. I love all that. I think I think the Lion King's great, man. I just I don't know what to do. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I have such a strong bias. And there's nothing that anyone can say to change my mind. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't expect either of you to decide that the other movie is better on this podcast. Whichever one wins, you're still going to have your position that the other movie is better. I will say that DJ makes a good point that I think overall The Lion King is a really fun, really heartwarming story. And although I love Belle as a princess, like, I don't know if every single scene is as memorable and as, like, enjoyable as The Lion King. So I don't know if I'm switching my vote, but... That's okay. I'll take the acknowledgement. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> but if Aaron can't decide... I mean, I've decided Lion King. I'm just close to the middle. It's like a 55% <laughs> vote for Lion King. Okay, who's going to text their sister? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll text one of mine. I don't know what they'll pick, though. Okay, well, second round. A little bumpier. Guys, this isn't going well. <laughs> Here's the deal. We're going to just have movies, and they're going to come out of this bracket, and whichever movie comes out of this quadrant is going to be a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was a comforting statement at all for anyone. It wasn't, but I know that your dreams have been slashed by Tarzan already. So I, I know, I know you suffered my loss. Yeah. I'm trying to talk you guys through it. There's hope on the other side. Okay, should we move on to the next matchup just so we can move along? Yeah, we've got The Little Mermaid as a six seed versus Toy Story Two as a three seed. Little Mermaid all the way. Wow. Agreed. You know, I'm something something we need to point out, when we were trying to trim the list of 80 Disney and Pixar movies to 64, Grace, she selected to get rid of <laughs> Toy Story 2, which I found baffling. Wow. Toy Story 2 is not that great. It goes, well, hmm. Toy Story 1 and 3 are good, and... Two and four are, well, no. Two is okay. Four is garbage. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I do think a three seed is very strong for Toy Story 2. I would not have put it as a three seed. I agree. And I think my vote is also for The Little Mermaid here. I think it should still be on the list, though, Grace. I think eliminating Toy Story 2, it's not like Cars 2. Well, no, it's not like Cars 2. <laughs> But it's just so not memorable compared to Toy Story 1 and 3. Well, I think, kind of like we said, it, it kind of gets lumped in with the first one. Yeah, And definitely. like a lot of the characters we know now were introduced in Toy Story 2, but the movie itself is hard to separate out, I guess. 
Yeah, I guess all I would say is that the Toy Story franchise, even 4, which I dislike that it is a thing, but I think the Toy Story franchise in general is very, very good. So I think by even saying that Toy Story 2 isn't as good, I think that is still, I think that's still miles above a lot of other average movies. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to point that out, that um, I think it still has value. Um, but... I mean, you do make good points. It, I don't have as much of a memory as I do with The Little Mermaid, and that's probably because there's not, like, a memorable soundtrack I can jump back into for it. So, Okay, so are we going with The Little Mermaid here? DJ, I think we've all made our votes for The Little Mermaid. I don't oh. know if you want to vote, vote for Toy Story 2 out of uh, respect. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to vote for Toy Story 2 out of respect. No, you're not voting out of respect. You vote for whichever movie you prefer. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for The Little Mermaid then. I think <laughs> I think that it just screams Disney a little bit more. And like Abby pointed out, I do think, you know, movies with several entries in the franchise, I think, are harder to go uh, compare just that singular entry just because, you know, you can think of other things uh, later on, so... Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, Toy Story 2 okay. has been eliminated. We got one movie into the Sweet 16. All right. <laughs> um, okay, last matchup in this round, and then we will revisit the phone lines. We've got Mulan versus Aladdin. Both solid movies. Very solid mm-hmm. movies. Oh man, this is why this section of the bracket was so hard and why I kind of wanted to do it first, honestly, just because people who might want to listen along or might want to, you know, think of different options for how this would go. I think that these are the types of matchups that are going to be the hardest to distinguish against. Um, They came out, you know, only six years apart from each other. I think they both have memorable soundtracks. I think they both have that very Disney aspect about them. Mm -hmm. Um, I really do wonder... If the live-action Mulan would have affected this in some way, because I I do feel like I want to lean Aladdin, but I also attribute a lot of that to how much I like the live-action one. I think it definitely would have. I think we either would have been like, oh, that was a different way the story went, but it made me appreciate the animated so much more because of those songs and the soundtrack and the nostalgia factor, and that can't really be replicated. Um I, yeah, I, I do think the live action would have had some sort of sway on this. I can't say which way because I think it depends on what the quality of the movie would have been like. I don't really have any, like, intelligible opinions. I think that my gut <laughs> is just saying Mulan. I'm and also saying Mulan. Yeah. I can't really defend that, but she's this is kind of how I treat. Badass. Like, she's she she's is, a great yeah. character. She really is. And this well, is what good. I do with, like, March Madness too. I kind of just go in my gut, and it usually doesn't treat me very well. But well, yeah, that was going to be my next question: was how does that end up most of the time? Oh, never, never good. And the I thing f- is, I know people love Aladdin because I know a lot of people really um, cling to Robin Williams' performance as genie, which is great. Which is great. I also think I'm vo- I'm leaning Mulan, and I I can't really give. Any, uh, I can't really verbalize that in any meaningful way. Uh, that just feels more Disney to me. <laughs> and it feels like, you know, when I'm, 
I guess part of the thing I'm thinking of when I'm thinking of these movies is what movie do I want to watch? And also what movies do I like want to watch with like my older sister and uh, my niece? Like what movies do we like want to introduce her to when it comes to like Disney? And I think I would prefer to show her Mulan over Aladdin any day. I think I'm still going to vote for Aladdin. I think that's just where I'm feeling it. And I think I'm mostly voting for the live action version. Yeah, I think I will like the live-action Aladdin better than the live-action Mulan. But Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think of only of the cartoons, and I just love Mulan way more. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't feel strongly enough to, like, make a strong stand for why Aladdin should be over it. I think these are just both good ones. Yeah, Uh, I think so. Okay. I'm okay with moving Mulan forward here, but I'm going to keep my vote with Aladdin. I understand. Okay. Well, we've resolved two of these matchups. Do we have any responses? Any way to break the tie (laughs) on Toy Story versus The Emperor's New Groove or Lion King versus Beauty and the Beast? I did get a response from my sister. Well, no, my thoughts have not changed. (laughs) Um, But for the Lion King, Beauty and the Beast debate... I am sad to report that my sister did not agree with me, and she chose really? The Lion King. Yeah. I thought for sure your sister would... I know. I thought she was going to agree with me, too. Wait, who did you ask? Did you ask Emily or Sarah? Emily. I'm surprised. <laughs> so I know. More, more so than her pick, I'm surprised you didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you would for you would have for sure texted someone that was a lock for Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> well, I was trying to be fair, but also I was hoping she'd pick mine. <laughs> wow, rude. Okay, well, she said sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King wins. In retrospect, I think if I would have texted my other sister, she would have said the same thing. But who knows? Wow. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna like find some reason why we should go back and like talk about it more. But I think we just have to move on. Yeah. The Lion King has won. I think we've acknowledged it was a tough matchup. Yeah. Okay. Toy Story versus The Emperor's New Groove. What are we gonna do here? All right. Who's got a coin? I'm no, sure I don't I... think anyone. I don't think anyone has a coin on them. Yeah, but you can just Google coin flip, and then it'll flip. <laughs> <laughs> We're in 2020, y'all. <laughs> True. Man, this is what it's come to. Google is flipping. Wait, I hate wait, this. Wait, we didn't. We don't know we didn't clarify. <laughs> I just googled it and it started flipping. I didn't even click flip. I told you. <laughs> Okay, what do we want Heads and Tails to be? Heads is Toy Story. Tails is Emperor's New Groove. Heavy looks very nervous. <laughs> Would you like to switch to Heads? Uh, no, no, no. I just, can I? Can okay, I you're going to push the button? Okay. okay. Flipping. It's Tails. <laughs> Hooray! I did not rig it. The Emperor's New Groove has defeated Toy Story by the slimmest of margins. I wow. do think Toy Story could make a comeback, though, since it has two, three, and four in the right. brackets. Well, so. we already eliminated two. 
Oh, I mean, well, yeah, never mind. So that's <laughs> three and four. Three and, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say Toy Story 4 is not going to win this bracket. <laughs> well, yeah. Cool. We've made it to the Elite Eight matchups. Sweet 16 matchups to determine the Elite Eight. My Ooh. bad. Okay, so first one, The Emperor's New Groove versus The Lion King. Two very slim victories. <laughs> it's an eight seed versus a, a five seed. Oh, man. DJ, I feel like this is tough for you, maybe. Well, it's not. I don't think I it's tough for him at all. He's going to pick Lion <laughs> King. I know which one you're going to vote for. No, my oh, vote's for the gotta, Lion King, but I do We just got a text acknowledge. response. Okay, okay. Another vote for the Emperor's New Groove over Toy Story. <laughs> so we made the right choice with the Google coin flip, in case anyone was still a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it's a tough matchup, but I... Yeah, it's this is all tough. Um, To this matchup, the Emperor's New Groove versus the Lion King, my vote is still firmly with the Lion King. Um... I I think that in terms of comedy, I think they're both very high up there. But I think when it comes to equating movies like this, I'm always going to go with the movie that I've got the most nostalgic feel, feelings for. And that's going to be the one with the songs. Um, and although I'm such an advocate for Emperor's New Groove, I also would vote for Lion King. It's more of a oh. classic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Emperor's New Groove, but you can't watch it as many times. I don't feel the need to pass it down to other generations. <laughs> so, I think you will. <laughs> I, I think you'll want to pass it down. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like proud of the Emperor's New Groove for pulling off the big upset and defeating the number one seed Toy Story. Mm-hmm. But I think its Cinderella run has to come to a close. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for Cinderella. <laughs> Uh, yeah, side note, I don't remember any of those classic movies, like, at all, so we'll... well yeah, we're gonna have to watch a lot of those. Yeah. That's for a different episode. Yes, it <laughs> is. Okay, so my my vote is for The Lion King here, also. Same. Wow. Wow! Unanimous victory for Lion King. I do feel like the Lion King Beauty and the Beast matchup, either of those movies was gonna move forward. Yeah, I True. man, this is such a strong bracket. Uh, but and I love the Emperor's New Groove. I do, but yeah, this this is where it had to my campaign for it had to stop here, unfortunately. Um, but Abby, <laughs> I'm very glad to know that you like the Emperor's New Groove so much. That makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Okay, what's next? The Little Mermaid versus Mulan. We've got a six seed in The Little Mermaid and a number seven seed in Mulan. Um, both, I guess, Disney princess movies, question mark. This one's a tough one for me, personally. I don't know how I'm going to pick between these two. I feel like my gut here goes with Mulan. I feel like... I don't know, maybe I was a little more engaged with that movie, or maybe it's the songs I liked a little bit more. I don't know. Something, Something's just telling me Mulan. I would agree. I think I'd also vote Mulan. And I think that for little boys and little girls, 
they all like Mulan. Versus I still yeah. think The Little Mermaid's still probably a girl movie. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, and I don't... I feel like maybe The Little Mermaid is more of a general Disney classic. I feel like Mulan might be more of, like, our generation. It might have just been the time it came out, but I feel like our generation really likes Mulan a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. I think so, but I I can't really feel, like... Like, I'm leaning towards Mulan heavily, but I can't think of anything other than being like, oh, when I was a kid, like, Mulan, I definitely would have watched Over the Little Mermaid any day. And it's like, of course, I was a young, dumb child, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when I was a kid, I probably would have picked Little Mermaid. But I really like Mulan. I think Mulan, I didn't realize how much I liked it till later, but I definitely seen it as a kid. Yeah. Just had a further appreciation for it later on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like generally we're leading Mulan, but should we do an official vote here? I think so. Just to make sure we've, you know, done our due diligence. Uh, Yeah, I'm voting for Mulan. I am also voting for Mulan. I vote Mulan. I truly cannot decide, but Mulan's already won, so... <laughs> well, Grace, this is where you get to do the sympathy vote that DJ and I have utilized in the past and vote for The Little Mermaid so you feel good about yourself. <laughs> well, but I love them both so much. I'm going to pick Little Mermaid because it's more mis- nostalgic for me. Good work. Okay, Mulan moves on at a 3-1 to one vote. Wow. And we have... Our final matchup in this section of the bracket. I know it we're going a lot long faster. here. Yeah, and I know we're going long, but just out of curiosity, um, Grace and Abby, like looking at the original, like sixteen, which movies did you think was going to make it to like the final out of like all of these? Because we've got a lot of great movies here, but just scanning the list, which of these immediately were you just like, oh, well, that's probably going to go far, and did it go far? I- I'm generally curious, or genuinely curious. I think that's too hard for me to decide because I equally like a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Abby? I think that the bottom four, Mulan, Tarzan, Aladdin, Pocahontas, um, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, to, to me, those feel more like classics from my childhood personally. And so I think that I thought those would go far. And like some mm-hmm. of them have. Um It's just so hard because some of my favorites were up against each other. So I also knew they wouldn't go far. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, those like very classic like princess movies um, or like Lion King wasn't a princess movie, but it kind of fell on that same time frame. I think that those I thought would go far and pretty much have. Okay. I was just curious seeing, you know, um, if your, I don't know, hypothesis, I guess about how things would go if that kind of held up or not. I'm not surprised, especially, I mean, when you think about it, Mulan and Lion King, that's what we're up against now, and both are being remade into live action. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. So obviously people love them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Came out in 94, 98, yeah. The two most recent live action remakes. Hmm. I think it's also interesting, this is the five and the seven seed. Yeah. (laughs) 
the top seeds toy story aladdin toy story 2 beauty and the beast i don't know toy story 2 was overseeded but yeah i thought it would come down to the lion king beauty and the beast matchup and probably the mulan aladdin matchup since i assumed tarzan wasn't gonna make it past mulan (laughs) that's so sad aaron i'm so sorry (laughs) it's okay in my personal bracket tarzan is in the final four Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> okay, well, shall we finish this off? This uh, 90s-ish era of the bracket, the final matchup, Lion King versus Mulan. Um, what do we have left to say about these two? <laughs> I, don't know, I think this part moves faster because we've already said so much about each movie. True. It's just True. now that movie is against another movie. Mm. They're both really good stories. Mm-hmm really heartfelt both have great music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. both have that 90s nostalgia factor so i think at least for me they do um oh totally. both have talking animals <laughs> <laughs> i guess direct- mulan only has mushu <laughs> both have direct to vhs sequels well <laughs> <laughs> wonderful sequels <laughs> mm. okay do we just vote I vote Mulan. I'm going to vote for the Lion King. I'm also going to vote for the Lion King, so it comes down to grace. This is so hard. <laughs> I just, Mulan's so great, though. Then so pick is Lion Mulan. And we'll I don't know if I can up, pick Mulan. We'll have to come up with a tiebreaker. I think I'm going to have to go with Lion King. Oh. Because it is more nostalgic for me, too. Yeah. And they're both so so good. good. Grace, if this had been Beauty and the Beast versus Mulan, I'm assuming you still would have... I'm assuming that movie would have come out of this bracket for you in your personal bracket. Okay. Okay. Well, it got pretty heated. (laughs) (laughs) but it sounds like we've come to a uh, hesitant Lion King as our victory movie for this quadrant of the bracket I think DJ rigged it so Lion King would win you can tell I didn't rig it because it was a five seed (laughs) that would have not have been how I would have done things but I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I am happy with this result, but I do think that this was the toughest um, 16 of the bracket, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I think we had some good conversation. I'm glad we've got to watch some fun Disney movies, and I hope we haven't angered anyone too much. Um, <laughs> but I think we gave every movie its due. I mean, we spent more than two minutes talking about The Fox and the Hound, so... <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, we're one quarter of the way done. Well, not even that, because we'll have another Final Four episode. But we have our first Final Four entry. DJ, do you know which section we're going to try to do next? Um, I think we talked about trying to do the 2000s next. Um, So I guess we can go ahead and rattle those off, just so if anyone wants to participate in this bracket with us. Um, But the next 
episode, which will go up at some point. We're not on the schedule here, folks. So the world is still on pandemic alert. Um, but yeah, the next scene, we're, 16, we're going to be talking about uh, the number one seed up versus number 16 seed Chicken Little. The number eight seed, The Incredibles versus the number nine seed, Bolt. The number five seed, Wally versus the number 12 seed, Cars. The number four seed, Finding Nemo versus the number 13 seed, Meet the Robinsons. The number six seed, Ratatouille, versus the number uh, 11 seed, The Princess and the Frog. The number three seed, Monsters, Inc., versus the number 14 seed, Treasure Planet. The number seven seed, Tangled, versus the number 10 seed, Lilo and Stitch. And finally, the number two seed, Toy Story 3, versus the number 15 seed, Brother Bear. Uh, So yeah, that's what we'll be talking about at some point later on. But yeah, that wraps up... uh, yeah, almost a quarter of this House of Mouse tournament we've got. House um, of Mouse. That's what it is. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, if you've got any comments or feedback, if you want to participate in this bracket at any uh, level or anything, feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions at mainlymoviespod at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. That helps out the show, helps us know that we're doing some good things here. Uh, and special guests or special thanks to Grace and Abby for partaking on this Disney journey with us. Um, Aaron, have I forgotten anything? I don't think so. I hope uh, some people send in their brackets if they want to fill out their own and tell us how we're terribly wrong about everything. <laughs> uh, I think that's the fun part of this, so... Yeah. yeah, we'll be doing the uh, 2000s next. And yeah, thanks to Grace and Abby for joining. Cool. All right. And we'll see y'all next time.